Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another special edition of Light the Fight, aka Patron Light the Fight. Thank you as always to all of our patrons for supporting this channel, for helping us keep the lights on so that we can bring to you just information that we've learned and information that I believe you can benefit from. So I'm going to jump right into it. This topic today I'm going to talk about was a request from a couple of my clients. Um, I told them that I did a podcast about this. Uh, I kind of lied. Because I talked about this in a podcast, but Brandon, my producer, and I, we searched through all of our podcast titles, and we couldn't find which podcast that I went over this with. Um, so a couple of my clients were like, hey, like, you know, what podcast was it? Can, can you point it to me? I know it's in there. However, we would have to listen to every single of our 300-something episodes that we've done, and that's not going to happen. So what I decided was to give this to you guys here on Patreon. We may release this on a regular podcast in the near future, but without further ado, let me share with you what this is and what it's called. And what it's called is how to be agreeable instead of being. You're going to have to cut that one. Can you clip that? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> how to be agreeable without having to agree. Or in other words, agreeable versus agreeing. So first of all, let's give you a little bit of insight and definition to what I'm referring to and the definition of each one of those. So the street definition, the, the definition that I like to use for being agreeing with someone is simply when someone tells you something, you say, yes, I believe the same too, or I think the same too. Even if you don't think the same, even if you don't believe what they're saying, you agree with them for one reason or another. Many of us have done that to, you know, just, you know, try to calm down a situation, stop a person from freaking out. Problem is when the person thinks that you're agreeing with them, they expect you to go along with them with whatever they're going to do. That, however, is more different. That is difficult to go along with someone if you don't actually agree. But simply put, if you agree with someone, you just think the same way, you connect with what they're saying, you believe, have similar thoughts and feelings about that subject. So that's obviously agreeing. You guys know that. Being agreeable, though is something different. Being agreeable is going along with, is you know sometimes just accepting what they're saying because you do not want to cause any drama, cause any problems. You want to diffuse the situation. So instead of saying, yes, you're absolutely right, being agreeable would sound more like, man, gosh, I never thought about what you said. I can totally see where you're coming from. That makes so much sense. You're being agreeable. Now, here's the reason why I'm bringing this up for you guys, because being agreeable is an art form and something you have to work at. It does not come naturally. What comes naturally when someone says something that you think is absolutely ridiculous, something you don't agree with, is to give them a look and a, and a question, not a statement. Usually, you're going to say something like this, like, what the hell are you talking about? Are you serious? Like, Why would you say that? That's a stupid idea. Like, What's wrong with you? Or like, what's going on? I, I don't think that way. I totally disagree. 
Now that right there creates a like drawing a line in the sand. That now lets the person that you're having a potential argument with or a person that you're trying to communicate with, that now makes it, oh, you're on this side and I'm on this side and get ready for a battle. That usually doesn't go well if you respond to someone in that way. However, being agreeable is very much a pacifying technique. Now, the reason why I use pacifying, some people may think that that's bad to pacify someone. But not if you use it in this particular context, which I'm about to share with you. When you give a baby a pacifier, you're not giving the baby what it's crying for and what it wants. A pacifier is supposed to emulate or you know replicate a breast, a nipple more specifically. Hopefully you guys are okay. I'm not trying to be rated R, just that's what it is, okay? So when a baby's crying because it is hungry... You would feed the baby. But what happens if the baby gets woken up, starts crying? You would typically, or in some many cases, you'd give it a pacifier. Not because the baby's hungry again. Not because the baby is saying, I would like to suck on some plastic. You do it because the baby associates the feeling of the nipple with comfort, security, and getting something that it needs, which is food. So when you give a baby a pacifier, it's to calm and quiet the baby in this situation so they could go back to sleep and get the rest that it much needs. You're not manipulating the baby in a harmful way. You're not lying to the baby. You're helping the baby get to sleep, calm down, because it's going to be healthier for them for the rest of the next day, and they're going to be healthier because of it. So when people say, are you trying to pacify me or don't pass, don't pacify my opinions, that's a negative thing. Just like when someone says, don't manipulate me, that's usually taken in a negative way. Manipulation in and of itself is not, is not negative. Manipulation simply is to tweak or change. So I, myself, I tell a lot of my clients, it's partly joking, but mostly true. I say, I'm more of a manipulator than I am a counselor. And they'll usually look at me and I like to say shocking things like that just to get people's attention. They're like, what do you mean? I say, no, let me clarify. I like to tweak and change people's perception of their environment, themselves, their family, their friends, their job, their work, their stress. What I'm doing is I'm trying to introduce something that they can't normally see, but I have to do it in a gentle way. It's like gentle persuasion, healthy manipulation. I'm not being self-centered with my manipulation. Most people have referred to, are you trying to manipulate me? As the meaning of, are you trying to take advantage of me or use information that you know about me to get me to do something that you want me to do for your own interest, not for my best interest? That is not what I do. I help manipulate people to see things differently so they can open up to new ideas, possibly evolve, make some necessary changes instead of having their guard up all the time. So being agreeable versus just agreeing with someone or fighting, being contentious with them is a pacifying technique in the simple ways you're trying to help them lead them to a healthier place. And a healthier place is not arguing and fighting endlessly. It's not confrontation. You cannot change anyone's mind, their thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Genuinely change it. They could lie to you, but you can't genuinely change it if you're arguing with that person. 
However, if you are being agreeable, they calm down, their emotions aren't all keyed up, their guard starts to come down because they don't necessarily hear you saying that you believe the same things that they believe, but you're starting to hear their side of the story and they feel like they're being taken seriously, they're not being dismissed. And so because of that, their emotions, their temperature starts to calm down. When it calms down, their language changes. They start to reflect on what they just said. If, if they were too intense, if they're too overbearing, they start to pull it back a little bit. They start to apologize. If they're being confrontational, they cooler heads start to prevail. They start to, when your emotions come down, your logic goes up. And once they become logical and understanding, then you might have an opportunity to share that you respect their opinion, you respect their, what they're saying, and you know, you'll know you consider that in your decision. You're not telling them, oh yeah, I believe what you're saying, I believe what you're saying, and then at the last minute saying, but I'm not going to give you what you want. And you're definitely not going to argue with them because now they're going to have their defenses up and they're not going to w- be willing to negotiate with you. So all you parents out there, people working in business, customer service, if you can get better at being agreeable, you can get better at being the soothing person. You can be the person that brings the calmness to any relationship, any potential chaotic situation. I have never noticed in a work environment when a boss or manager flips out and loses their temperature, temperature, temper, or if an employee flips out and loses their temper and gets angry and upset. I've never seen everyone watching that situation say, oh my gosh, this is a great learning opportunity. I'm going to pay close attention to how this person flipped out, lost their cool, because I think I could use this in my own personal life. And the reason why we don't do that is because we're in awe and amazement and we're trying to see what's happening, but we're not seeing that as if it's a good thing to do or a great way to react. We're seeing it as, oh my gosh, like this is shocking. Could there be danger here? You're watching to see how everyone else reacts to it. A lot of people have found out the hard way that even a good person can say mean and hurtful things. Even a loving parent that would do anything for their child can make statements, ask questions, and criticize and really hurt someone else's feelings when just the day earlier they could have won parent of the year. Every teenager and every child has that same capability to go off the rails, make the the conversation into an argument, say some personal hurtful things, and break apart a relationship or at least cause serious doubt in the relationship that the relationship is no longer able to grow and move forward. The relationship's in a holding tank just trying to survive. That is agreeable versus agreeing. If you become better at agreeable in the middle of what could be a potential argument or confrontation, you can literally rob people and take away their anger and their frustration. I've had people do this to me. I've been angry and upset at someone and in my mind, I'm like, when I see them, I'm going to say this. And I know what they're going to say. They're going to say this. Well, then I'm going to say this. And I'm going back and forth having a conversation with myself in my head about what's going to happen. And right when I show up to them, usually it's in a spousal situation for me. Not so much now, but back in the days, I'm like, my wife's going to say this. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this. I know it's going to happen, so I'm just getting ready. I'm grabbing my blankets. I'm getting ready to sleep upstairs in the man cave because I know that's what's going to happen. And then I come into the house. I walk in and then ready for the fight. She looks at me and she says, I just want to tell you, 
I'm sorry. I've had a bad day. I was too aggressive. I came at you in a wrong way. I shouldn't have talked to you like that. And I, I'm really sorry. Please forgive me. I, I just, it just wasn't, I, I just, I've had a bad day. It gives me explanations about the day. I start to understand, oh, that makes sense. Like, bad day, stress. As soon as I start to see all the details and understand where she's coming from, it robs my anger. Because when I come into those situations, I'm ready for a fight. And I'm looking at her going, so go ahead. Tell me all the things you hate about me. Tell me how horrible of us I am and how bad your life is. And then she looks at me and she says, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't blame you for being mad at me. I, I was out of line. I shouldn't have done that. She's using a, a type of being agreeable with me. Instead of saying, I'm a horrible wife, you should divorce me. She's saying, I don't blame you if you're mad at me. I was out of line. I shouldn't have said that. I got frustrated. By the way, I'm married to a very headstrong, confident woman, which is why I'm attracted to her. But sometimes we butt heads. And in those moments that I've had more recently as we've gotten older, I look at her and not only does she rob me of all my anger, I look at her and I'm like, that's all I've ever wanted. So I tell her, thank you. Tell her it's okay. I quickly forgive her, which if you would have told me 15 minutes earlier, you're going to walk home and your wife's going to apologize, be sincere. And when I give complaints and say, well, you were kind of mean. She goes, no, you're right. I, I mean, I see what I did. I, I don't like that. I was that way. I'm not going to take shots at her. I'm not going to jab at her. I'm not going to pick apart everything that she did because she already admitted it. And she's being agreeable with the few comments that I do make at her about how I didn't like it. She's like, oh, no, you're right. So she just goes along with it, goes along with it. Now, she's not saying I'm a horrible wife. You should divorce me. Because in my mind, I was thinking not divorce, but I'm thinking this is unfair. This is horrible. So she doesn't say it's unfair. It's horrible. She's saying, I had a bad day. I made some mistakes. Will you please forgive me? And then when I bring up the mistakes, she's like, I'm not arguing with you. I get where you're coming from. I get it. Because she's mad too. So she's not totally agreeing with me. She's trying to be agreeable because I taught her this. And she realizes when I do it with her, it calms her down. So now she's doing it back with me. And even though I know it's happening, I love it. I don't, I don't go, you're just doing that agreeable versus agreeing thing. I go, she's doing the agreeable versus agreeing thing. And damn, I sure appreciate that because it, it's hard. It's not easy to do. Someone's got to go first. She's bringing the maturity. She's bringing the calm and just soft language to the conversation. And so I'm going to mirror that and model it. Calms me down. And we don't have to stay at home and argue and fight or not talk. We can go out to the dinner. We can go out on the date that we plan. We can enjoy the rest of our evening. So that's agreeable versus being, that's agreeable versus agreeing. Practice it. Leave some comments about, hey, in this situation, how can I use it? Be happy to give you guys some advice and some, some insight to that. And uh, just give it a shot in any situation. In fact, you've probably done this before multiple times throughout your life. But you have to, to do it often, you have to bring that to the conversation saying, hey, I'm going to try to be agreeable because we all have pride. So I'm not saying that you just say, yeah, you're right. I'm a bad person. I screwed up because that's condescending. And the person's going to go, oh, that's not a real apology. That's being sarcastic or passive aggressive. But if you're like, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I can totally see why that happened. Like I, I was not in my right mind. I wasn't at my best. You're just going along with it. It pacifies the anger, calms them down, and you can have a good night's sleep. Well, 
Thank you guys very much for listening to it. Thank you for supporting us on the Patreon. And as always, thank you for helping us to light the fire. Thank you.